to showcase, represent, and live out the female human condition. This is The Journey Podcast with your hosts, Brandy, Sierra, and Bree. checking for none of them boys <laughs> um, but um yeah no I uh so when I first met Brandy uh we were on the we were in the same I guess it was a church club I don't know what it was I forget at Rowan and she was the choir director um uh, for our church choir or the Rowan like church choir I guess you could say um and I just remember I don't know if we formally ever met during that time, but I just remember her always being like, she was always singing and really she was so graceful and she was very like, you know, like she would come in. First of all, I remember this one time we had, um, we had a choir, uh, we had choir practice and I wasn't on the choir. I was on a different portion of the club, but I was there and she walked in. She was like, yeah, um, okay, let's get started. Let's do this. Let's make sure that we're, everybody's where they're supposed to be. And then she just started it and everybody just lined up, which was like, I was like, oh, she done brought in the Holy Ghost, girl. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, and then, um, and then later on in life, you know, she married someone that I, that I knew from, from church. We, we congregated. So, um, which is 
how we got here now where it's like, oh my gosh, now we're starting a podcast and you know, so it was um it was definitely ordained, I'll say that. And then I guess I'll let Bria talk about how we met. Yeah, Brandy, when you were talking, I was just like, it's crazy how other people perceive you and you may not know how they perceive you. Um, I'm definitely a loner, I have to admit. Um, but just like Brandy said, we'll learn a little bit um, why that is later. Um, yeah, I remember when Brandy and I met, we actually met through a mutual friend that went to Dell State and I did not know her when I was at Dell State. Um, and then meeting her later, um, I was just like, this girl is so secure in her skin and, um, her voice is, is, is loud in all the, in all the good ways. And I just like being around her and I like her bubbly personality. So we, um, clicked pretty quickly and then Brandy comes to me years later and she's like, you know, me and my friends here are starting a podcast and I just think you would be a good fit. And I'm thinking like, I don't even talk. So how am I going to be a good fit? Like, how does this make sense? However, when we did get together, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is again what Sierra was saying, ordained. Um, and I just love these girls. I love our interactions. I love how we push each other to grow. Um, and I'm excited for this journey that we're on. we got I mean where we came from to now um I think that it does when you know someone genuinely or not even genuinely but when you when you're getting to to know someone in like a genuine space it doesn't take long for you to really know that person and be and feel comfort um and I think that um as far as like all of us we may not like coming to the table or um how we knew each other prior to this um, we may not have known like exactly what it was, or like I may not have known Brandy in the way that I know her now. And it's like, oh my gosh, you are a totally different person than I thought you were. And not that I ever thought like anything bad about her, but uh, and then Bria, same thing. It's like, oh, I remember when I first was like on a phone call with Bria, and I didn't even meet her yet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that she likes me. Like, I hope that not that you know. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we gotta, we have to. We're starting a podcast. We have to blend in a way where we like each other. What if we don't like each other? So, um, as you can see, we're doing a good job. That means we like each other. So, <laughs> love you, girl. Yes, I love you, ladies. Like, I really, I really do. Thank God for what we have because what we have is so much more than just a podcast. We genuinely have a sister, and I'm so grateful. Now we're going to tell y'all about this personality test that we took, and um, it's called the Myers Briggs. So, Bree, tell the people about this personality test, and then we're all going to share our results. Okay, cool. Um, I guess I'll start by reading um, 
just a short description of the Myers-Briggs test. Um, so the Myers-Briggs type indicator is an introspective self-report questionnaire um, indicating differing psychological preferences um, in how people perceive the world and make decisions. Um, the original version of the Myers-Briggs type indicator um, was created by a mother and daughter duo, which I feel like is really, really cool um, in terms of women um, really paying attention to different personalities and showing the world that, you know, there's 16 different types and we all have a place in this world. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses that we can work on. Um, so yeah, I've used this test in life to really embrace myself and to improve and know like where my weaknesses are. So it's like, mm, we can't stay here too long. Let's figure out how to improve. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely love it. I'll ask you guys to just start with your personality um, type and tell us a little bit, you know, what was your first impression in reading your description? Okay, so I will um, share what I feel is obvious. So let me just tell you, my first impression was definitely like, oh my God, this is Brandy. If you want to know who I am, what I'm all about, just read my personality test results. Um, however, I do feel like there could have been um, slight changes in my individual traits um, for syndicate. But here we go. So my personality type is the entertainer. And the letters associated with my type are ESFP-T. My individual traits are 100% extroverted, as you may be able, be able to already tell, 70% um, observant, 74% feeling, 82% prospecting, 53% turbulent. My role is the explorer and the strategy I use is social engagement. So I feel like I'm a very emotional person. I feel like I feel things very deeply. I'm concerned with others. Uh, and when I connect to someone, like if we down, we down. And I care for you um, a whole lot. So I think the feeling portion could have been up a little bit more, um, but yeah. There you have it. Okay, so um, I'll start with my personality type. Uh, so my personality type is the advocate, uh, and then my letters associated with it are INFJ-T. Um, so I'm actually going to read a little bit about what it says because sometimes I feel like it's easier. This portion is easier. Um, it says an advocate is someone with the introverted initiative, I mean, intuitive uh, feeling and judging personality traits. They tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination, their inner vision, personal values, and a quiet, a quiet, uh, principled version of humanism guides them in all things sorry guys I can't read today um but yeah so when I first read that I was like okay um I guess that's me 
Uh, it also says um, that I'm introverted, 61%. I have uh, an intuitiveness, I guess, um, which is 78%. Feeling is 78%. Judging is 54%. And turbulent is 76% as well. Um, so, so the first thing that jumped out at me, I was like, hold on, I ain't judging nobody. Like, I ain't judgmental now. But, you know, maybe, I don't know. I have to look more into that because I don't feel like I'm like a person that judges other people, but maybe it's different. Maybe, um, Bria, when you tell yours, you can kind of go in depth about what that actually means. Um, But I am an introvert, um, extrovert. And for me, I, I feel that way. But once I get to know you, you'll you'll absolutely know who I am. But from the outside, I feel like people don't understand me or get who I am when they're just like first meeting me within the first five minutes. That's why I don't have a lot of friends because I got to keep my circle tight. (laughs) But most of the time it's because I'm such a to myself person that you don't see who I truly am until you get to know me. And then I really think that I am, I have uh, like an, an intuitiveness that like I feel I always feel things like I feel energies I feel like I always know like okay this this person just is not being truthful or um their their vibe is off I call that discernment but it could be you know intuitiveness um and I'm always in my feelings I try to say that I'm not but I am um and I don't know what turbulent means either. Does that mean I got like an attitude? Because I used to have a bad attitude. I don't know. But we're going <laughs> we're going to see because I don't know. But either way, um, it also says the strategy um, is constant improvement. And I feel like this is absolutely me. I'm always trying to improve myself. And I feel like I'm so hard on myself. Because I'm like daily, this it's a daily thing for me. Like, it's like, okay, well, what can I improve? I didn't do good on this with myself, so I need to improve it. And I'm always looking at myself to like just improve in general. So whether like any part of my life, I'm just trying to like, where can I go? How can I be better? How can I be better? How can I get to the next step? How can I do this? How can I do that? So, um, yeah, I, I feel weird about my results. And I'm like, okay, is this me? Is this not me? Like. Let's embrace it. I don't know. Well, now, guys, are you ready for the conundrum of this whole entire thing? <laughs> um, I am. I am also an INFJ, um, similar to Sierra, and it's crazy because I think when we met each other, we were both trying to figure each other out, and when I meet other INFJs, we're literally doing the same thing. Um, because we are difficult to figure out. We make up 1% of the population. Um, so we are very unique and different and, um, you definitely can feel, um, when meeting an INFJ that something is different. You just don't know what it is. You can't pinpoint it. Um, but it, it's, it's all good things. It's all good things. Um, I wanted to just share a little bit of my percentages because between Sierra and I, they are a little different. Um, so I'll start with the introversion piece of, you know, the INFJ. 
I believe Sierra said that hers is 61% and mine is 92%. <laughs> so for the most part, I am for sure introverted. I do well when I'm by myself, which is why Brandy, when you saw me on campus, I was good. I was good by my lonesome. Um, and um, I think a lot of people sometimes can take it um, personal or like as if I don't like them. It, it, it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with where I thrive. Like my thriving point is to be alone and really um, tap into some creative things. Um, and then Sierra, I know you touched on the intuitive piece. I always, since being a little girl, felt like I can feel something and it's not right. And I could never really put it into words because I wanted, when I would, people would be looking at me like, what are you talking about? We don't feel that thing. And yeah. Um, but I will say that our percentage of intuitiveness is different. I believe that yours is 78%. Um, mine is actually 55%. So I'm right in the middle. The opposite of the intuitiveness is being perceptive. So while I can feel, I can also look at the facial expressions of everyone in the room or like hear something that's going on, you know, somewhere else in the room and really capture what's really going on. Um, and sometimes that can be really confusing for me because I'm like, wait, I feel something is not right. And then I'm trying to look around the room to see like what's not right. Um, and, and yeah, growing up, I just never knew what it was. And reading the Myers-Briggs profile, I can now see. Um, I think that, you know, you brought up, Sierra, the judgmental piece. Um, it actually doesn't mean that you judge people. Um, I'll read a little bit about what it what it means. Um, so the opposite of judging is perceiving. Um, so judging is the preference to wanting things to be neat, orderly, and established. Um, and then perceiving means that, you know, you want things to be flexible, spontaneous. Um, judges want things to be settled. And then perceivers have just an open ending to a lot of things. Um, so yeah, don't don't beat yourself up. It doesn't mean anything horrible. It just means that you like things a certain way. And I I can feel you on that spectrum. I feel like in planning this podcast, we definitely have been on the same page there. Um, and then Turbulent, when I first did the Myers-Briggs test, um, I did it on the actual Myers-Briggs website. And then now you can do... Um, you know, your Myers-Briggs questionnaire on 16personalities.com. Um, it gives you very different outlooks, but it's all the same. And so um, at the time, I don't think the T was showing up for me, um, but now it is. And I'll just read a little bit about what that means. And no, Sierra, it doesn't mean that you have an attitude. Um, the opposite of turbulent is assertive. So assertive individuals 
they um, may come off as a little bit more calm and relaxed. Sometimes they could be a little bit too relaxed while um, turbulent individuals, they're very self-conscious, perfectionist, they're concerned about um, you know, what their abilities are, how they're perceived by others. And I think that definitely happened when Sierra and I met, we're just like, well, wait, does she like me? Is it okay? What's going on here? Um, and it was, it was all good. Um, I'll just give an example of, you know, what turbulent means. So a turbulent person can be like over obsessing over like what's the perfect dress to wear or the perfect shoe to wear to this outfit. And then someone who is assertive, they might have a spot on their shoe and just be like, mm, well, I don't care. I'm just going to wear this shoe anyway. And I, I know for sure I'm definitely the person where I am beating myself up if I have a spot on a dress or on a shoe and I'm like, I'm not wearing this thing, what else can I wear? And I'm freaking out about it. Um, but yeah, as an INFJ, that those are all of the things that make up me. Um, and while Sierra and I, we're very similar, we do have differences. Um, and I think that we help each other to thrive in that way. Um, and like we need Brandy. Brandy is that bubbly personality to bring a balance to us all. Um, I think that Brandy was talking about in the beginning that she is on one side of the spectrum, Sierra's right in the middle, and then I'm on the other side, and I love it. We all have strengths to really um, push this journey forward. Yes, I definitely agree with you, Brie. Um, I just... I realized that when things are ordained, it's for a reason. And I am realizing more and more that we need each other in all of our differences. Um, like I, like we all said earlier, I am definitely a winged girl, but winged is not appropriate for everything. So, <laughs> so yeah, these girls definitely help me out and I know that I help out so you know relax a little live a little you know <laughs> to wing it sometimes yeah are y'all ready for our memeology and uh, this is our intro to a new portion to our um podcast or segment where we're going to be discussing memes um that we see something as um either culturally relative to what's happening in our society. Um, it can hit home for us and speak to our personal lives. Um, uh, it can discuss womanhood. So yeah, we're gonna have C tell us our name and yeah, y'all ready? Okay, so um so I, I found this meme um and I guess, I, I don't know if it's a meme or a quote, but basically it says, um, my love for the truth outweighs my fear of offending you. So um, I think that that really like puts me in my place sometimes. Um, I love that. And I actually um, posted it on my Instagram. Uh, and that is just so true. It's just like, yes. Um, I, when I was younger, I used to be in a place, and I think that we all kind of deal, deal with this when we're younger, because we're so like, oh, let me find my place. Um, 
but I don't care at this point in my life if I offend you with my life because as I said prior, I'm always trying to improve myself and I'm always trying to get to a better place within myself. Um, and then I always reflect on the people around me and how I can make them feel good um, and how I make them feel. So um, if I'm offending you, it's because you just ain't, you in my circle and you ain't, and I ain't feeling you. Um, not that I would purposely, <laughs> not that I would purposely offend you, but let me just say this. If you ain't feeling me, then you doing something wrong. Okay, girl? Anyway, look, I am, I'm going to just keep it right there, okay? I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm at a place in my life that I want to be so true to my myself and who I am that offending you is the last of my concern. Now. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. That don't mean that I'm trying to hurt you. But that just means that I come before your feelings. And that's on that. And that's on period. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Now, me, I am not totally there where C is. And I love the fact that she's there. I'm in this new space of validating the bad experiences I had in the past. And I have to validate those feelings in order to move to this place where I am free to be me and I'm not concerned about how people are perceiving me. Um, For some time, I have been in a place where I didn't feel like my feelings were validated when it came to personal relationships with my family, my friends, uh, with people who just let me down who are in my life. So when you're living your life feeling like, oh, what you're feeling is not valid, like, oh, you're the one that's the issue. And um, when you're receiving offense and no one is admitting that they offended you, you start to become insecure and you're like living life like, well, let me not say the right thing because it seems as if I'm getting offended. However, no one's taking responsibility for that offense. So some way, somehow, I'm the one or I'm the reason why people are offending me. So um, I'm now coming out of that place um, through God, thank the Lord. And I'm learning, I'm discovering who Brandy is and accepting who I am. And I am coming to that place where I'm like, you know what? I used to care about about people's opinions. And I would even, you know, not be totally honest about something or not express my feelings or my opinions about something because I was afraid that someone would get offended by how I, you know, how I really feel. But I am definitely leaving that girl in the past because um, I'm ready to shine, y'all. Hey. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's where I'm at in the process. I'm learning through God, that everything that I felt, all the pain that I felt was valid. And that's helped me to overcome the fear of other people's opinions. Um, So yeah, I'm like in the middle. I'm in the middle. No, it's funny um, just seeing how our personalities are on the spectrum. And 
you know, we we stated that Sierra is more in the middle. I feel like when it comes to this quote, I'm I'm sort of in the middle. Um, whereas, you know, maybe prior, I may have thought that I was on one side of the spectrum. Um, Brandy, you remind me a lot of my husband and you guys being extroverts. And it really is valuable to him to know that he made someone else feel good. Um, and so I think for him, the opposite of this quote would be, um, my love for not offending you outweighs the truth. And I think when it comes to truth, it really has to depend on your personal truth. Um, I know for sure, like with an INFJ, we have our own moral compass. And it may not be that it's the truth of the entire world, but it's our truth. And we are like diehards for our truth. And I think that's really important for um, our confidence to really live in our truth and um, to even share that with, with people. Um, so I know as an INFJ, like my love for truth outweighs offending you, especially when I know that if I tell you my truth, it's going to give you a diff different perspective. It's going to help you to grow. But at the same time, sometimes it's like, if I truly do love you and I know that offending you is not going to be productive, then maybe I need to not say anything. And maybe I need to um, take a step back. And I definitely did not feel that way before I was married and married to someone who cares about you know, someone else's feelings, I was just like, nope, I'm going to tell you the truth. And that's it. And that's what's, what it's going to be. Um, and now I'm just like, uh, I got to reel it back in. And it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, but yeah, I love this quote. Um, I think that, you know, w when I see it, I think about people who have lived a long time. And they're just like, I don't care. I'm telling you like it is. And again, it's based on their truth and, and that has to be okay. They they have to be comfortable in telling their truth. So yeah, I love this. Yeah, you know what? You just made a really good point. I wanted to speak to because before I got to the place where I'm at now, I'm extroverted. And like, you know, like your husband. However, I was always the uh, oh, this is my truth, you won't get this truth and I'm going to shove it down your throat, whether you like it or not, because I have to live in my truth and this is me. Um, but then somewhere down the line, it got broken down because you may live in your truth and when everybody is telling you your truth is a lie and it's bringing you so much pain, you start to reconsider as if you're crazy, like, well, dang, well, maybe that ain't my truth. And it ain't until now, years later, God is validating everything that I thought was a lie. Like, no, Brandy, that was your truth. But I'm finding purpose to that truth. So I know where I'm at. I love, I love even being able to just confess this to y'all, to say, like, listen, I used to live in truth and not care who I offended. I lost it. Now I'm finding my way back. Because God has given me a purpose. He's allowed me to see my purpose through those painful things. So now I say thank y'all. All y'all who were saying, you know, oh, Brady, you dramatic. Or 
who never took responsibility for any of your actions, thank you. Because when you see what God is going to do for me, I'm going to give you a hand clap to snap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, thank hand y'all. Clap to Snaps. Right. Yeah, y'all just pushed me even closer to where God wants me to be. So thank you. So I'll I'll I oh my gosh, you guys said so much good stuff. Um now I feel like I feel a little shallow. I wanna explain. <laughs> now, no, um, so when I was younger, um, I used to, I used to be so um I used to be the opposite of Randy. So when I was younger, I used to be the person that was like, oh my gosh, I, I really care. I, I don't want to offend you. Let me make sure that I don't offend you. And then try to make sure that I don't. And I was always very outspoken. Um, and I ha- my opinions are, are my opinion. So if I feel a certain type of way about something, that is it. And I'm going to say it and I'm not going to budge. Um, but when I was growing up, when I was younger, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I don't want to offend you. And I felt kind of like Brandy felt where it was like I had a period in my life where a group of people always felt like I was wronging them. And I didn't, at first I'm like, wait, hold on. Am I saying something wrong? Like, am I really offending this person? Am I really like doing something to this person that I'm not realizing um, that I'm doing to that person? And that what Brandy said when it came to like confidence um, I, I feel like it was Brandy or Bria. I don't know which one of y'all. Um, but yeah, it really, when somebody really is always, it's like you can't be around somebody without offending them for just being who you are. It's like, yo, like now I have to look at who I am, like deep down and say like, oh my gosh, something's wrong within my personality. And that is so wrong to do to a person. Like now when I'm older, the reason why I'm like, look, I don't care about offending you is because for so long, I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, I have to be quiet. I have to be more more calm. I have to do this. I have to make sure I don't say this. I have to make sure I don't laugh because they might think something. Or, you know, and now I'm like, um, I'm going to laugh if it's funny, okay? I'm going to laugh if it's funny. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, no, it's funny. I don't care, okay? And, um, and yeah, and, and I had to get to a place where I had to rebuild that confidence and knowing like, it wasn't me, sweetie. It was you. Like you are too easily offended, and you know. And I, it's not purposeful that I'm trying to offend you. It's just that my personality just doesn't vibe with yours. And I learned that. I learned that. I always say this with people. Um, I don't have to get along with everybody because I know who I am, and I know that I don't. I'm not going to get along with everybody. I know that it takes um a person some time or sometimes it just takes a different type of person to vibe with me and really get me and I'm okay with that because quality is always over quantity and I feel like when when that quality hits and you really get to know me you can be like oh girl you quality and that's on that right there Mm -hmm. right I got all the finger snaps (laughs) yeah Two yeah. steps in the clap. Two steps in the clap. <laughs> so Seriously. So don't. So to everybody out there, do not, do not lose your confidence just because somebody can't can't handle your personality and they're insecure, not you. 
But always check yourself, though. Always check yourself. Balance. Balance. I agree. It, it is balance that we need in this world. We can't have one personality dictating everything. And I think that we all bring something to the table. Um, Sierra, when you were talking, um, you know, the goal of the Myers-Briggs um, type indicator is not to um, beat you up for who you are. It's really to embrace who you are. And then while you know who you are, you know that the opposite of what you are, you need to embrace um, and maybe learn about, you know, how to gain those skills to be a full, whole, healthy person. And um, I think for the most part, um, you know, I've looked at a lot of forums on INFJs and they all have a very similar story, you know, that they were silenced in their truth because everybody just thought that they were so different and um, they were misunderstood. And um, I think for the most part, as an INF INFJ, when speaking, most people are looking at me like, I'm crazy, like I have four heads. And really, it's not that it's crazy. It's just that it's our truth. It's what we live in. Um, I'll just bring up that, you know, Martin Luther King was an INFJ. And while he was telling people to do things in a peaceful way, so many people were like, what are you talking about? Why are you doing it this way? We need to do it this the other way. And I think that we um, we gain a lot of value from people who may be looking at the quality and not the quantity all the time. And then, you know, there are instances where we need somebody to look at the quantity and not the quality. So I think like Brandy was saying, balance is everything. Um, one thing that I wanted to share just to encourage um, other introverts, um, a book that really helped me in, embrace my introversion um, was a book called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. Um, I would say it is really helpful in seeing the strengths of introversion. I think that we live in a very extroverted world that, you know, if you're a little bit quiet, people are like, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you quiet? Why are you not saying anything? And really it may be that we're perceiving the room or feeling something and we can't quite explain it, but we know we feel it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that too for others who are introverted to embrace themselves and not beat themselves up. I wanted to, because I know I heard some um, solutions that you guys guys have been given for um, people in regards to being introverts and things like that. So I think for me, my advice in the place that I'm in now um, is for extroverts to find a balance and being able to take time for yourself. Because there is a point where you become burnt out, you're get, getting and receiving all this energy from people, but then you're left with nothing for yourself. Like, what energy are you creating within yourself that doesn't need other people to help you? Um, because that is, what, excuse me, that is what's going to last. Because you'll go through seasons where you'll have people in your life who's giving you all this good energy, and then. When they're gone, it's like, okay, now you feel empty. So pull back some. Take time to pull back and be able to discover who you are. 
because you'll find that extroverted people, not that other people don't, but extroverted people, they struggle with insecurity um, because they never take the time to really do that self-care and invest in themselves because they're too busy trying to find energy and be around people to have a good time. But that good time doesn't provide you confidence. It doesn't provide you like that long-term thing, those long-term things that you need. So my advice would definitely find a balance, find that time to um, just regroup within yourself and start discovering who you are. You'll figure out that you are a beautiful person with or without energy. And that's that on that. Oh my gosh, I love it. Love, love, love. Everything you said is such good. I I wanna comment on the um so like I said, I'm I'm both. I'm somewhere in the middle. But um as I got older, I found that when I made time for me, I thrived so much wherever wherever I was. Like even if it's just an hour in the bathroom giving myself a facial, I after I left that bathroom, I was like, okay, who want me? Who want me? Uh, <laughs> introvert, extro, extrovert, who who ready? And it was so important because prior to that, being a mom and and then trying to be a good good girl to your boo. And all that, you're like drained. And then you're like, okay, well, who am I? And I'll also comment on the, um, when you said, you know, when, when everybody, there's going to be moments where you have people that are giving you all this energy and there's moments that, you, that is, nobody's going to be there. I went through that. And, you know, even even within relationships, as far as romantic relationships, you know, I know that there's girls out there that are pouring, especially young girls that are pouring themselves into men or to their boyfriends and they, they surround themselves with this like, okay, what, what is he doing next? What is, what is he doing next? Where, do, where is he going to be? Cause I need to be there. And they don't take time or they don't understand how important the time is to take to yourself because when that boy, whatever happens when y'all break up or if y'all ever break up, or even if y'all never do. Um, and you guys are growing individually, you know, what happens when you are alone? Like you will fall apart because you don't know what to do. But when you are grounded within yourself and within God, and you're kind of like, I know who I know what I like. I know what I know who I am. You know, like, oh, okay, I have 30 minutes. I'm gonna give myself a facial. I have 30 minutes. I'm gonna pick up my book that I love to read. I'm okay being by myself. And I'm okay with solitude. But if you don't know how to be by yourself in a room by yourself, if that's an issue for you or at home for a week by yourself, if that is that's hard for you to do, you got to You got to reel it on in and, and really get back to who you are, what you like. And even even in extroverts, when you have to go out, like if, even if it's going out by yourself to a restaurant and eating like that should be something that you you can accomplish. So. I guess I'll put out a challenge for everybody listening to say, okay, find your use you time. And if you're uncomfortable within that time, you know, get comfortable. I love it. I love it all. I think that we, um, 
have really all shown how special we are, um, no matter where we are in the spectrum. Um, and I think that anyone who is, you know, finding out what their personality type is, just embrace who you are. When you read that profile, just know that that is you, you are special in who you are, um, and really learn how to um, grow in your strengths and take the weaknesses that you see and figure out ways to grow from there. I think that ladies, we're all on that journey and we're all helping each other in our differences. And again, I'm just loving um, the conversations that we're having. Um, and I just pray that we continue. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who listened to this podcast from start to finish. If you would like to get an in-depth look into your personality, please click the link on our website um, at herjourneytold.com. That is spelled H-E-R-J-R-N-Y-T-O-L-D.com. Feel free to share your results with us. We would love to see all of the different personalities out there. If you loved what you heard today, then please subscribe to this podcast. Um, we would also really appreciate hearing your thoughts, so please write a review for us. To stay updated on all things Journey, please subscribe to our newsletter on our website at herjourneytold.com and follow us on Instagram at herjourneytold. Love you guys. <laughs>